welcome back to Musings of a Flea. I am Flea. This is episode 30. It's as old as me now for February 19th, 2020. Well, a career fair happened, folks, and I'm going to tell you how that went. So my boyfriend and I went to my university's career fair, and we brought my son as well because I don't know anybody really still around here. And it's not like my hometown where I have a family member everywhere you look. And so I brought him with me, but he had his Kindle with him, and I knew that he would be just fine. And the lady at front where you would sign in and get your badge or visitor sign up, whatever, uh, she said, you know, your son can sit right here at this table while you're walking around. And I'm like, oh, you were so sweet. Thank you. So that was a very sweet gesture of her. She just let him sit up there. At the sign-up table, well, at a table next to the sign-up table, while he was just on his Kindle, just being super quiet, being super good. And so my boyfriend and I went through the aisles. Uh, We would encourage each other. We would sometimes text each other. He would be like, go to booth whatever, because that looked like something promising for me. And so I stopped at a couple banks booths for software development intern positions, I stopped at a place that specialized in like government technology, which sounds fun, but it was more for like cybersecurity, not as much my thing. And so I was trying to meet up with my boyfriend, trying to find him. And then I see him at this booth and he's like, oh, here she is. This is my girlfriend. And the lady in front was like, he has talked so much about you. You're who I want to talk to. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And she was explaining that the company that she works for is a behavioral center for therapy for children with autism. And that I sounded absolutely perfect. And I'm like, oh, what is this? So I listened and I, you know, told her about my background. I explained, you know, I do have some experience in the field of special needs, having a son with social pragmatic communication disorder and ADHD and still being tested. And She was just glowing and she said, well, I may not reach out to you uh, today or maybe tomorrow, but maybe on Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, uh, so I may be getting a call today about um, opportunities with their company, which that sounds amazing. I, of course, am still following up on others for like actual tech jobs, but I mean... This kind of sounds like, let me look up what they say they're about. So first, let me explain that ABA stands for Applied Behavioral Analysis in the autism world. And so what they say in there about me is that they assist families with children on the autism spectrum. One-on-one ABA therapy can make improvements in verbal and nonverbal communication, life skills, and behavioral changes. And I believe what I would be interning as, or maybe even part-timing as, I'm not quite sure yet, would possibly be for the role of behavior therapist or registered behavior technician. And does that not sound right up my alley? I'm scared at how perfect it sounds. (laughs) Of course, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. Not going to get my hopes up too much. And also, I do still plan on getting my information systems master's, but this would be at least an amazing opportunity, even if it doesn't lead anywhere career-wise. Plus, talk about being paid to do something I love. So, 
That may or may not happen, and I will update you, obviously, as time goes on. The reason I feel so drawn to this is that at least in the field of psychology, I feel like I have a shot, (laughs) you know? I feel like I know more so what I'm doing, I'm more comfortable, I can do some of this instinctively. Whereas with programming, it is very easy for me to get into the mode of, I don't know what I'm doing, and I know that my skills would improve as time goes on. But nevertheless, that's just where I am at this point in time. And so I'm just leaving myself open for anything right now that will help me progress and grow. And this does sound very promising. If nothing comes of it, then that's okay. I'll move on. But if something does come of it, time to step in gear and really use my brain. And so I wanted to turn the conversation around just slightly because there has been something I've wanted to talk about for a while, especially to explain more so who I am as a person and maybe help you find out who you are as a person. It is called the Myers-Briggs Personality Test. Now, you might already know your type, and I know my type, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but let me explain more about the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, also known as MBTI Personality Test. So... A basic description of it would be a very fine-tuned, very complex personality test. The purpose of it is to make the theory of psychological types understandable and useful in people's lives. And the essence of this theory is that much seemingly random variation in your behavior is actually quite orderly and consistent, being due to basic differences in the way individuals prefer to use their perception and their judgment. And I'm paraphrasing from the myersbriggs.org website, but the actual website that I go to to take my test is 16personalities.com because it's free. And I will include that in the description. And it only takes like 12 minutes. So it's quick. Uh, I cannot stress enough that you need to answer honestly. And it says here, even if you don't like the answer, And so I originally took this about, I don't know, five, six years ago. And ever since I found out my type, it has helped me a lot because I was able to harness my strengths. And it also helped me feel like I'm not alone because there are other people like this. And so um, my type actually is the INFJ. And I just took it again to make sure that it hasn't changed It typically will not change if you take it again, because that's the point. It's kind of supposed to be your core personality, who you, who you are, you know, and it can fluctuate for some people, but I just checked and I am INFJ dash T. Let me explain to you what that is. So I stands for introverted N stands for intuitive. Just bear with me on that. F stands for feeling and J stands for judging. And so for my personal results, I scored 93% in the introverted range. That's quite a lot. For um, That's under my mind. So this de- determines how I interact with my environment. Under the energy bar, I scored 77% in intuitive. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. Uh, for the nature bar, I scored 83% in feeling. Imagine that. And this says this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Under the tactics bar, I scored 63% in judging. 
This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. And the other side of that would have been uh, prospecting, which I'm only 37% in. And under the identity bar, I scored 71% in turbulent. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. The other side of that would be assertive, and I'm only 29% assertive. Um, and so just in a nutshell, this type, unfortunately, is the most rare. It's making up less than 1% of the population. And, and that might explain why I always feel like an alien, like I don't belong. Like, why am I a big pulsating orb of emotions and feelings? And it doesn't seem like this is a normal thing. Well, it's not. I mean, there are others that do have this, and I actually did join a uh, support group for it at one point because it was so nice to see other people that have the same frame of mind, the same type of intensity, you know? And so it it was very eye-opening to find out more about myself and just see it on paper. In a nutshell, advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and morality, but what sets them apart is that they are not idle dreamers. These individuals are capable of taking concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting positive impact. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, people with this personality type tend to see helping others as their purpose in life. Advocates can often be found engaging in rescue efforts and doing charity work. However, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not be rescued at all. Yeah, whoa. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, to skip down here a little bit, it says, It makes sense that their friends and colleagues will come to think of them as quiet, extroverted personality types. Like you guys. However, they would all do well to remember that advocates need time alone to decompress and recharge and not to become too alarmed when they suddenly withdraw. Advocates take great care of other feelings and they expect the favor to be returned. Sometimes that means giving them the space they need for a few days. So I've felt guilty before about this in the past where I, I have these best friends that I would love and cherish and just think the absolute world of them and often be thinking about their well-being even when I'm not around them. But then there are times where I would just withdraw, where I just wouldn't talk to them. And it wasn't, you know, because it's like, leave me alone. It was more so like, uh, like a recharge would be the best way to say it. And I still feel pretty guilty about that because I, I have a feeling I might have pushed away some best friends in the past because I wouldn't reach out. And so now I try to push myself to make that first connection because I know it can be interpreted the other way that I just don't want to talk to them. And that is not the case at all. In fact, I mean, I love whenever they reach out to me, but it's just hard sometimes. I don't think about it. Sometimes I feel like I'm being invasive or I am being inconveniencing to them. And a big thing that I found in this description that described me so well that I had to look inward is um, when advocates find themselves up against conflict and criticism, their sensitivity forces these personalities to do everything they can to evade these seemingly personal attacks. And I did take everything very personally growing up. I felt like things were direct attacks, which is why one of my quotes now is that 
you are the author of your book. They are the author of theirs. Whatever they do in their story is not a personal attack against yours. I have many times had to remind myself of that. And so a lot of these traits are shared across other personalities and uh, it can make you compatible with somebody or potentially incompatible with others based on what their personality type is. And I just find that fascinating. I mean, obviously there are outliers, there are anomalies. You can be friends with somebody who, you know, this says you probably won't get along with. But I really do believe it's helpful in like friendships and relationships. Um, When my boyfriend took this test, we found out that he was an INTJ. And INTJs are very, very analytical, decisive, curious about everything, but very focused. They're also pretty rare. They are 2% of the population. And to quote a famous INTJ person, Harlan Ellison, if they are famous, I'm not sure who they are. A quote from them is, you are not entitled to your opinion. You are entitled to your informed opinion. No one is entitled to be ignorant. And so that's a little snapshot of the INTJ. So once we were able to understand how our brains are wired, how we tend to react to things, we could communicate so much better because I could come to a point where I can research or show support behind my whatever I say, and he can show more emotional sensitivity behind what he's saying, even though he's researched it many times and knows it's correct. And so we got to balance emotion here with just pure on logic. And it can be done. It can be done. And it can be done respectfully and gracefully. And I am very happy that this thing exists. So you should check it out. With that, I'm going to attach this link to the bottom and call it a day because I'm waiting for a phone call, possibly about this job slash internship. So I will talk to you all later. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Sandra Lurche for his song, I Know Something That's Gonna Break Your Heart, being allowed for the intro and the outro of my podcast. I will talk to everybody next week. Bye-bye.